Hi friends and welcome to Live Life Well, the podcast. Our mission is to empower millennials to thrive and not just survive so that they can live a life full of purpose, joy and delight. My name is Amy and I'll be sharing the life-giving practices and lessons I've learned on this journey of failing forward. We'll be talking about how to balance your career, business and passions while maintaining your physical, mental and spiritual health. I'm dedicated to sharing from a place of authenticity and I'm going to give you VIP access to my conversations with wise mentors and guests. My hope is that by the end of each of these episodes, you'll have something you can apply to your life so that you can live it well. I hope this also just feels like we're sitting across from each other in a cafe over a nice cup of coffee or your favorite beverage and having a chat like old friends. Thanks for stopping by and let's get started. Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to Live Life Well, the podcast. If you are watching this on YouTube now, that you will be best served to listen to the podcast recordings beforehand so that you get a sense of what's going on and uh, what the updates are. So I'm just going to go jump straight into where we left off in the last episode. So I was talking about my journey with burnout. And so if you have listened to I think it's episode two of the podcast. You will know a little bit of my journey with burnout up until May 2020, really. And the update is going to be now here, shared in this episode to the extent that I can. And so in March 2020, some of you who are regular listeners would know that I started um, a new role, which was actually supposed to be my dream job. I'd been working my butt off in law um, for up until that point, about six years, and I was ready and raring to go. I thought this was where I was going to be for the next couple of years. Um, God had a different plan. Uh, so anyway, I started in this role. And yeah, we had a really great team dynamic. There was, you know, a partner, a senior associate, myself and another junior lawyer um, and two secretaries. And yeah, everything was kind of going well. I loved the work that we were doing, the clients we were working for. Um, But in May last year, uh, the senior team leader, or sorry, it's one of the senior members of our team moved um, in-house And so that left a gap in our team that never really got filled again. Um, And it just became a really challenging environment, I think, for me to um, continue to grow in. And, um, you know, I tried my best in many respects and I have a huge um, appreciation for um, the partner I work for because I know she was under a lot of pressure with all the clients' demands. And there was obviously COVID and the pandemic and so many things that were putting pressure on her, which obviously like flowed down to us as well. And there were a lot of things that just couldn't, you know, be helped and were out of her control. So um, I have no ill will, you know, to my previous employer and I wish them well in terms of their business. But for me, I recognized that I was actually experiencing um, symptoms of burnout. And part of that was, uh, was working really hard up until end of financial year. So June 2021 and along the way 
I had started to experience symptoms of burnout, but I was not recognizing those signs. Um, for example, in September uh, 2020, I developed um, a stress ulcer on my gum. Um, I actually thought it was an infection because it was so painful. But when I finally got myself to the dentist, she asked me questions such as, have you been sleeping enough? Have you been drinking enough water? Have you been under a lot of stress? And I answered yes to all the above. And she said that was the reason why I had this stress also. So sometimes our body is actually telling us something and we can ignore the signs because we think we just need to keep going. You know, everyone else is working hard. I'm just glad that I have a job, you know, during the pandemic when people are losing their jobs left, right and center. So, you know, there's a lot of, of those kind of thoughts that were going through my mind at the time. So uh, fast forward, like I said, to um, June uh, 2021, and I went away for a holiday, praise God, honestly, that we were able to get um, away for just one week in a really brief window of time when Melbourne had no um, lockdowns and Darwin itself was I think categorized as an orange zone by the time we got there and it was um, you know got an opportunity to visit our um, extended family up there which was so wonderful like spending time with my nephews and my brother-in-law and sister-in-law and my in-laws who were able to make it too and um, it was just yeah just the breath of fresh air that I needed and an opportunity to um, rest, relax. And you think that after a holiday that you would be ready to jump back in, right? So I actually came back thinking, yep, I'm good. And I was also planning the summit alongside of all of this. And I'll, I'll get to that as well. But when I came back, I discovered something very unusual, which was that my body no longer wanted to cooperate with me. And I felt like my body had gone on strike because I experienced, I think in the first week that I came back, I was mentally here, like I was, I was present in that space and I knew the work that I needed to do, but physically I couldn't do it anymore. Like my brain, it's like the connections in my brain were no longer, um, had been disconnected um, or they, the neurons were no longer firing at the speed that they were. And yeah, it was frustrating for me as someone who has a huge um, a value placed on work ethic. Um, and I pride myself on being a hard worker and putting my head down and doing the work to not be able to do it anymore was um, very distressing for me. And I have to say that by um, the end of that first week back, I was feeling miserable, so miserable. And I... I, yeah, as a person of faith, I just did go to God and it's like, God, what is going on? You know, like I thought I had rested and I thought I was fully, you know, ready to just hit the ground running again, but I just couldn't muster the motivation and I couldn't. Um, and I think the, the adrenaline that I probably had been running on since almost the start of this new role had just come to a stop. And um that's, you know, the best way that I can describe it. And for me, um, there was um, that weekend after, you know, a week back, I was listening to different podcasts. I would open emails. I'd listen to 
messages online and everything seemed to point to the fact that it was time to go like um again like I mentioned God a fair bit sometimes but that is honestly like I believe in a higher power if that is not you that it's fine I just hope that you can take something away from my story um but anyway so I I talked to my husband on the Monday the second Monday back into work and he was on afternoon shifts at the time. Um, he works uh, in the healthcare profession. And so we're talking and he was at home while I was having lunch. And I was just kind of said jokingly to him, I'm like, look, you know, oh, just not, I think it's time to leave. Like if I resign today, would it be okay? And um, he is wonderful. Like I love my husband so much because he was so supportive. He's like, look, you know, I trust that you know what you're doing and um you know, if you've prayed about it, which I had, um, he also said, I trust that you uh, will make the right decision and make the wise decision and whatever is done, we will, you know, basically deal with it and work together as a team through it. So hats off to my husband and um, couldn't do it without you, um, love. So I don't, I know you don't listen to the podcast, but if you ever do, um, I just want to let you know that I fully appreciate you and thank you for supporting me and in this big life decision. So as you can probably guess where this is going, and if you've been following me on Instagram, you probably already know this story, but I resigned. I resigned from my role. Um, and yeah, it was one of those things where I felt so much peace after I resigned. There was, um, you know, a little bit of back and forth, I think, around whether or not I would stay on for the rest of September to kind of help her out. And, and I appreciate that because I know that um, my, uh, my manager or the partner I worked with, she was under a lot of pressure. And if I could have, I would, but I knew that from a mental health perspective, I just wasn't in that headspace anymore. And it was actually going to do more damage to me um, and more harm if I was to stay longer um, in my role. So with, um, with a grateful heart and thankfulness, I was able to finish up um, at the start of August uh, or, or thereabouts, probably mid-August, I think. And um, yeah, really took the time to double down on my self-care practices. Um, I put in safeguards in place in terms of making sure there was certain things that I would always get to do as much as much as possible. And it has to, um, it's related to something called the miracle morning routine, which was kind of coined um, by a guy that I can't remember his name now, but um, you know, we can talk about it another time, but uh, he used an acronym called SAVERS. And so it's S stand for silence or meditation. A was affirmations. V was uh, visualization. E was exercise. R was reading. And S was scribing or journaling. So I, for a good two to three, uh, I think two weeks, that was pretty much all I was doing. That like I didn't really engage much on social media from memory um, or, or did very minimal Um it was just about me. It was just about recovery. I thankfully um, have a really great church community that I can connect into, um, or at least the church leadership team. And I uh, spoke with one of the pastors at our church and um, 
one of the things he asked me was, you know, why did you stay for as long as you did? <laughs> that is one of those questions, I think, um, maybe of use for someone if you're in a position that um, is really actually doing harm to you because of uh, the, the maybe the pace that it's going at or you're feeling under a lot of stress and, stress and pressure and feeling either depressed or anxious. Um, so for me, I, I said that one of the reasons why I stayed for as long as I did, even though it was doing me damage, um, was because of a few things. One was what would people think about me? You know, here you are in a secure job for me as well. Like um, my husband and I are planning to start a family. Um, we're in a pandemic. Why in the world would you leave your job with nothing else to fall back on, um, as in no other job to move into? Um, so those were the thoughts that were coming in my head initially. Um, and what maybe made me stay for longer than I possibly could should have or could have um I think one of the and and there were a few other things as well but one of them was also the need for approval like I felt like the making of this decision would be frowned upon by a lot of people and particularly in coming from an Asian background I knew um that or I felt whether or not it was true or not I felt that I would be a disappointment to my parents or disappointment even to my in-laws as well if I was to give up I thought um again like part of me was like well I need to I just need to suck it up princess and do the work right but that's where we can often come into a misalignment of where we're needing to be if we're thinking that oh this is this is just what it has to be right I'm just gonna bite the bullet keep going, keep chugging along. And that was, like I said, that was one of the other things that came up for me. Um, there were a few other things which, you know, um, for the sake of time and um, this podcast and where it's going, I'll leave it out for now, might address it another time. But yeah, there, there were definitely those kind of things that came up. And I was um, matched up with another lady from my church and I had some time to kind of debrief with her and chat with her and pray with her, which was amazing. And I'm still in contact with her, which is great. So that's one of the safeguards that I have to have people around me who are going to support me through my burnout recovery. And because of that, because of a lot of intentionality around that, I've actually felt like within the first two weeks after I finished up my role, I actually felt so much better already. Like I think sometimes it's just about the environment because I think when I was was that when I was in the role and it, again, it was just because it was busy, it was a lot of pressure. And I, I think, you know, a lot of people in professional services might feel that as well is where you're, you know, you're so invested in your job that by the time the weekend rolls around, you're like depleted and you're like, I'm just... I'm just going to lie in a heap and not see anyone basically. And I don't know, for me, you know, and that can, you can do that for a while, but I think for me, I kind of just hit, um, hit my threshold. Right. And I just couldn't continue on like that anymore. Um, and for some people, I, I know for a lot of people in the top tier law firms, and a lot of this is just anecdotal, of course, that usually the threshold is two years that people just get too burnt out. They get run into the ground that they just 
up and leave and they try to find something else. For me, I was about, what was I? I started in March uh, 2020 and I made it to August 2021. So, you know, not quite the two years, but I think enough for me to say I've, you know, I've done my best and right now I can't continue on, um, which is sad because I actually, there's really aspects of the law that I still love. I love the problem solving side of it and I love the helping, you know, there's nothing nothing in the world quite like a client who comes to you and say, thank you so much. Like you've really helped me out and helped me, you know, move forward in my journey and um, provided a solution for them. So I love that part of it, but I think the fast pace and the constant pressure was just something I couldn't sustain in the long run. And so, yeah, like I said, that's the decision I had to make. And um, if you're feeling like you're in that decision, then I think, uh, sorry, if you're in that place, then start talking to people. Um, I will say as well, one of the things that was very helpful when I was going through all this is that my my manager suggested that I seek um, help through the employment assistance program. And so I spoke to a counselor who actually was the best, the best thing I could have done. Like, and um, if I can, if you take it, anything away from this um, is that it's okay to seek help. It's okay to ask for help when you're feeling like you can't, you're feeling so overwhelmed by life or you're feeling overwhelmed by work. Please seek help because help is out there and help is possible. If you're feeling sad, if you're feeling depressed, beyond blue, lifeline, go and get, talk to someone on the phone. It doesn't, it's not too much of a, um, it doesn't require too much. All you have to do is pick up the phone and talk to someone because um, I have to say like talking to that counselor, I only spoke to her twice, but it made such a difference. Like being able to just have a third party kind of look in um, and almost like take the emotion out of it, but see it for what it is and see the facts um, and reflect back to me that yes, you are burnt out, Amy, and it's okay to look after yourself right now. It's okay to say you can't continue on in this way anymore and, you know, make it, um, it's okay to look after yourself right now. So that made a huge difference. So kind of, after, like I said, after about two weeks of just really being like, this is all about me, I need to look after myself. I actually felt very withdrawn from the world. Um, and actually felt like I needed to re-engage because one of the one of the things I've recognized and through my journaling practice is one of my superpowers and one of my giftings is I'm a huge encourager. Like I love to add courage to other people. I love to use my story to help other people. And I love to um, be able to share what I've learned with others and then see them use what they've taken away and then take inspired action or to have some form of transformation as a result of what I've shared or what I've taught or what I've um, given, I guess, or put out into the world. So um, once I recognized that as a fact of who I am and how I made out, I started to slowly re-engage with the world through social media because that's really how we communicate nowadays um, and it was just so joyful for me like it's honestly joyful work when I am sharing my story and when I'm actually helping others 
and it it gave me a lot of energy gave me a lot of life so I was like okay I'll keep doing this but I again still kept those those things that I was doing my savers as much as I can in the mornings but if I didn't hit it in the mornings I would just do it throughout the day um, but also give myself a lot of grace if I didn't do it right I think that's a that's the other trap that sometimes we can fall into when we're like okay this is my set routine and if I don't do it then I'm failing then no we, want, we don't want any of that so um, that's kind of been my experience um, as well so that's the burnout recovery story and I think this is going to turn into a three-part series because I'm like, oh, but there's still so much to share. But anyway, that's the burnout recovery story so far. Um, in terms of an update, an immediate update, I'm feeling so much better already. Um, yeah, like I said, it's probably only been a month. And for some people, they're like, oh, that's a really quick recovery period. I'm not there, I'm not there yet, guys. I'm not fully there because I have to say... Um, I was sharing about, you know, what was going on with someone just on Monday, I think. And when I actually went into the details of it, it was still bringing up a lot of emotion. So I know that there's still some more healing work that needs to happen. But the main thing is I'm seeking help. Oops, excuse me. <laughs> I'm seeking help. I'm keeping some safeguards in. Um, and I know that because I left at the time that I did, like the moment I hit that wall and I said enough is enough uh, that was honestly um, uh, God's grace I think because if I had stayed longer potentially I think it could have been like the uh, I can't even say the words anymore like the opportunity to bounce back probably would have taken a lot longer if I had stayed any longer than I did so yeah again like I said sometimes timing is is part of it um, but burnout is real and, um, I'll share a few other things around feeling anxious and depressed and actually, um, fighting back against that, um, diagnosis you could say. Um, and yeah, again, I'll leave that for another one. Cause I feel like I need to go into that particular lesson another time, but that is part of the burnout story or most of the burnout story that I can share at the moment. And um, I will end this episode here. You can join me in the next one to hear about what's happening now in this new chapter of my life in fun employment, as I like to call it, where I'm no longer working for any employer. I'm working for myself um, in a self-employed position, but it's so exciting and I can't wait to share more of it with you. So with that, I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening.